of the same moment in time. Why? Why? For example, one of your friends posted, obviously won't name them, was in a winter destination, <laughs> was in Canada, and there was the same yeah. snowy scenery with the mountains. And I don't understand why, okay, I get it, two, maybe three, but it's the same continuous scene, it's the same continuous place, it's just, it just, it's just redundant. Why do, why do you think that anybody wants to see 20 or 30 or 40, much less even like 10 of the same thing? I don't know. Send me one or two. Okay, I'm in Banff. I'm in Calgary. I'm at the uh, Lake Louise. And then, okay, great. One or two pictures or one or two videos. Awesome. And it's the same video over and over and over with slightly different angles. But it's, I don't see anything different from the angles. Yeah, the other one I do since you know since Rowan. Yeah, the other take, one, yeah, travel full pause. Give yeah. it to us. Well, Give it to us. I don't understand why people take pictures of their food. I don't get it. I don't understand. Babe, the pictures but of I food. do that. I know, and I don't like it that you do that. <gasps> I think it's annoying. No, you're telling because me because I want to eat when they bring me the food, <laughs> and then I have to wait until you take the perfect picture <laughs> because it's not just any picture; it has to be perfectly centered. So I got, I have this whole, oh, perfectly. I have this nice steak <laughs> with some nice sides and I have to wait until it's posted. So everybody else knows what I'm eating. I don't think anybody cares what I'm eating. I would, I would rather advertise the establishment, the restaurant yeah. that we're at. Babe, we tag the restaurant every We do, but why don't people time. have to see a you know, the steak? We all know what a steak looks like. We all know what pasta or fish or... Unless it's something unique, like you go to a unique exotic destination. Let's go something crazy. Let's go to Timbuktu or to Kathmandu in Nepal, and they have a specific dish. Mm. Or in Vietnam or something where you don't get it back home, where this is unique to this place, to this culture, yeah. to this. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Because, yeah, right. because you don't see that back home. Mm -hmm. But if you, you know, commonplace dishes, I don't see why people would even want to look at that. I don't understand that. What is another travel faux pas? Uh, the girls taking pictures of their feet on the beach Ugh, with their legs. Yeah, yeah, you don't like that. You don't like that. Okay, we already went over that one. What else don't you like? Oh, you don't. Oh, you always have issues with people in airplanes. Oh my god! Like he has to get in an airplane and put his luggage up first. Like he can't wait on anybody. Oh, we just started doing carry on Jamal. Like, we've never done carry-on right. Over the last two years, we started doing carry-on. We got tired of waiting for the luggage. As we've gotten older, I have become much less patient for absolutely anything. I am very impatient. So we did the whole carry-on, and that shit's working now. It's it's fantastic, but the only yeah. the only downside is you got to be the first ones on the plane because everyone's know. fighting and for that carry-on space, right? Something I don't him. mind doing that at all. That's an oh, issue that you have, not me. Gosh, he's like... I, don't I need to push these people on the side because they're going to try to take my my spot and and let's go get in line because if we don't get in line first and we're not going to get our our our, our uh, well, I, luggage up. I and think that people need to have a more of an efficient process of getting on the plane. You've been on the plane. You know how it works. Don't start getting stuff out of your bag when you're getting at the seat. Don't start pulling your iPad out, your laptop out, your book out. Have all that a little bit on the side. In your other hand, yeah. throw it on the seat, put your bag up there, sit down, and and let the keep, let the line keep moving so we can get the plane closed, the cabin locked, the pilot can move the plane back, and that's it, and we can get on the road. People start messing around with their bags. <clears throat> they start pulling stuff out. They keep forgetting stuff in their bags. Oh, they some go back guy up. almost didn't let Rusk um, put something up on the, on the, on the overhead bin, yes. and, ooh, Rusk was about to just, like, fucking lose it on this guy. And yeah, that was actually on the last flight on the way back home from San Juan. 
we were. And and I have to look. I have to give you that look, honey. And I think that's something that happens after twenty years. Yeah. I give you that look. We're like, stop, please, yeah. do not yeah, engage with this guy because right. I do not want to be kicked off of this flight. I don't want to be kicked off of a flight because you engaged on somebody that was rude and nasty to you. Well, I didn't. Because I, that guy, Jamal, the guy looked back at Rusk and said, do you have a problem? Yep. Like, very, like, yep. uh, Well, the story nasty. was, we were, we were getting on the plane, and the guy closed the overhead cabin that we were both kind of sharing because he was in the row in front of us. We were in the row uh, behind him, and there was still room for our bag. But I kind of caught it from the side of my eye, so I didn't make a big deal out of it at the yeah. moment. I just put my bag on the other side in the overhead cabin. Closed the overhead cabin, sat down, and he gives me a funky look. A couple of minutes later, yeah. uh, another passenger gets on, and all the ba- all the cabins are now full except for the one that he closed prematurely. Yeah. And so she's looking for a bag. Uh, she's looking for a space to put her bag. So I said, there's actually space up here. So I open it for her. I help her put the bag up. Ooh. And that's when he looks back at me, mm-hmm. and he says, don't move my bag. It has to be parallel. It can't be perpendicular, which it could. I, I looked at it. It wasn't that big. But I didn't say anything to him. I just pushed the little handbag that he had next to it and shoved it in there. And then he decides to close it for me. I wasn't even finished. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. I sat down. I looked at him. And he goes, you got a problem? I said, no, we have no problem, man. I said, I'm just trying to help the lady out to put the bag in. There was still some room, and you closed it. About an hour goes by into the flight. And then he accuses you yeah, of kicking of, his of seat. Kicking his seat. I mean, we were we were sitting in first class, so there was at least a good three feet for your legs. Not three feet. I'm exaggerating. Twelve inches between your legs. Yeah, you weren't no, kicking I'm his not seat. kicking his what seat. What it was was no. turbulence on the plane. And so I looked at yeah. him. This time I had enough, and I says, "She wasn't kicking your seat." She goes, "Well, my seat's shaking." I said, "Yeah, man, it was turbulence. You didn't feel the whole plane." Yeah. The flight attendant caught on to it. By the way, this was the best flight attendant oh, of all the time. Be- I think it is the best flight attendant I think we've ever had. In all the years in of travel, the best flight attendant. No, and, twenty-four and, years of travel. And he crouches next to me. He goes, "Hey, is that is that gentleman giving you an issue?" I said, "No, it's okay." So he's just wondering why his seat yeah. was shaking. It was obviously playing. So I'll keep an eye on. I could say, I could sense that he's a little bit on, on, on edge. edge. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, out of all 25 years of traveling with you, that was actually the only incident I, I had, except for that redhead lady that we had years mm-hmm. ago. She had mm-hmm. too many uh, Bloody Marys, and I actually bumped into her on the way up, and she, she gave me so a dirty, nasty. she gave me like this exhaust uh, sound. She goes, My, excuse me, and I just turned her back because she looks like you didn't have enough Bloody Marys. You want another one? No, we've had we've had situations on airplanes where they've it's been very nasty and critical. Like I one time... On a flight from Turkey to Houston. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this is tough because this was rough on this poor lady. She sat next to me and we were having uh, lunch and they brought us lunch. And I opened the dressing for my salad and it spilled on her white pants. I remember that. And I was like super apologetic, but we didn't speak the same language. She only spoke spoke Turkish, and I didn't know. I just said sorry. I'm so sorry. I I I'm so sorry. I was super apologetic. So she gets up from her seat. She goes and finds the attendant, and so she tells the attendant in Turkish, uh, "This girl just uh, spilled all this dressing on my on my pants. These are the only white pants that I have." And I know this because the the assistant came over and she was like, this is what the lady said. She's very upset that you opened your dressing and it spilled on her pants. She's only got one pair of white pants and now she, they're ruined. And I was like, I told her, I'm so sorry. I just didn't realize it spilled over. I'm like, we were super tight. Right. Turkish Airlines is yeah. so tight. Yeah. 
It is really one of the hardest flights right. I think I've ever she, taken. Right. I hate taking then, Turkish. Then she requested Turkish. that you compensate her for her pants. She for did. Her, for her yeah. uh, pants. She wanted me to pay so, for her new pants. Right. And I was on the other side of the aisle, so I was asking what was going on. The flight attendant told me. So I grabbed into my pocket. Mm. I pulled out some spare change. I said, here, give it to her. That's her compensation for the pants. Then the whole issue went away after that. I'm such an ass. <laughs> You really are. I was such an ass, but you know what? It was honestly, I remember that. It was a lot of turbulence But you know what? It saved my ass. <laughs> right. She left it alone. Here, here, I think I pulled out like 64 cents of change. No! 64 cents? Yeah, that's all. Honey, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, it was, yeah. No, no, no. that no, was the no. truth. That's, that's, Babe, she wasn't satisfied with 64 cents. I don't care if she was satisfied. That's all she was getting. <laughs> I should be drunk before I get on a plane with you. <laughs> I don't know how I freaking managed to get on a plane with your ass. I really don't. You pretend like you don't like it, which you really do. I think that shit's entertaining. Yeah. No, it's it not on, entertaining. Like it's I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> and then finally, when the flight takes off, I'm like finally breathing. But oh, gosh. All right, Jamal, let's get to the next to the episode that we're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. That oh. was a that was a preamble, folks. We were just warming up. We, we, I'm like, yeah. 